Hello and welcome to the Animation Communication Podcast, your source for discussion about animation, film, fandom, and more. So please join your host, I Love Kim Possible a Lot, or KP, and Lauren Kizich, the Abbey Roadie, for today's discussion. If you like what you hear, please remember to support by giving a like, a follow, as well as subscribing to the main I Love Kim Possible a Lot channel on YouTube. Spread the word and keep being a part of a great community. This episode contains heavy adult language and is not appropriate for young children. Can't! For those of you who are new to the show and or don't know what we're going to be talking about today, um, I have been, and Lauren's in it too, um, say, say hi Lauren. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> okay, so um, this is a pony, my little pony brony theme project that um, I have been a part of for a long time called um, TF2 Analysis Anarchy. And what that is, is TF2 is a video game that uh, is popular on the internet. And um, there's, what, there's like two teams and they have different classes and the classes like... Yeah, red versus blue and you got your your different team members. It's like chess, but more deaf. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. So you have um, different roles and... um, and people do different things. And so for this project, what they do is they take the backgrounds from the game and they put people's ponysonas. So uh, like people as ponies. I'm so sorry if you're not a brony. This sounds like probably the stupidest fucking thing in the world. Anyway, so they take their, the pony um, avatars. So the arts of like people as ponies in the TF2 outfit. So like it's TF2 scout pony or TF2 heavy pony or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they um, keyframe them. So they're not animated, but they keyframe them with different talking positions. And then they mm-hmm. build scripts on top of that. So all the, you know, the cast interact and they're like doing things. And that's the base of the project. And it's been going on for several years. And it's popular because a lot of at the subset of the brony community called the brony analysis community, which is a fancy way of saying the reviewing community, essentially, that um, mm-hmm. I've been a part in on and off. Um, well, yeah, I do pony videos sometimes now. So so I'm technically, I guess, a part of that community. And then I would, you know, for panels, we'd have all the pony people on the panels and we'd answer questions about YouTube and stuff like that. So a lot of the other people that make YouTube videos reviewing the, the My Little Pony show or, you know, analyzing specific aspects, so analyzing characters and shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. They all, like, write themselves in as their pony characters and they do, like, specific plots. So th- is that a good way to describe it, Lauren? Yeah, that's about it. And um, Yeah, so it's basically taking the analysis community, our figureheads more or less, um, that are a part of it, and uh, taking their avatars and putting them into TF2 roles uh, on to, on the two respective teams of red and blue, um, and uh, and shenanigans happen. I mean, it's we we have skits, but we also have overarching storylines um, that thread through them. So it's almost like how you can have like a TV show with that isn't exactly like each episode is part of a sequential series of events, but there kind of sort of is something that threads them all together. And then when you look at the bigger story, especially when you have specials like Red versus Blue or you have uh, the Seven Nation Army, you have like these big specials that will take all of the everything that accumulated over several 
uh, different skits and, and smaller videos and put them all together into one big video and then you see how that's built up to these points. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, there's plenty of content out there. You just look up, you know, TF2 Analysis Anarchy, Red versus Blue, or, or Seven Nation Army. Those are the bigger specials. But then you can just look up T Team Fortress 2 Analysis Anarchy, and then you've got a bunch of these smaller videos uh, where they may introduce new team members. <coughs> Me too. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> so um, if you don't the, know what our ponysonas yeah. look like, I'm the blue one that isn't there um, sometimes, which is what we'll be talking about in Lauren is in the recent And I'm ones. the coffee-colored horse that's uh, in a very, very, uh, the most colorful uniform because I'm not on red or blue. I'm actually a neutral party that is, I guess, more or less kind of like, uh, if you follow the show, is like Mary Sue, who it plays the announcer. So it's almost like a third party that is involved and fulfills a certain role that isn't uh, isn't specific to red or blue. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm the spray maker or, uh, yeah. Pretty much a spray maker. What, what so is I basically that? Make like, the, I don't even know. I don't even know what you Spray maker, do. It's, I'm an embodiment of the mechanic in the game where you can make tags and stuff and you can use them on, and you can use them during matches. Um, because uh, my character, how I, how my character is introduced uh, is that I'm trying to display my sneakiness as a spy to be able to pull stuff off when nobody's looking. And then, but then I realize it's because of my of my spray skills or my art skills that I'm put as spray maker. Uh, so that way, it's being able to have a role without having to fill a team slot, which is fine because I mean, at the time too, only people who really were following what was going on with like um like keyframe and stuff knew about me. Which is it's kind of funny because then I introduced her to the MLP stuff in the first place. So it's kind of it's like the circle of life. It's tit for tat. Yeah. So okay. um. But yeah, so now I'm 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 more involved at least going forward. Uh, uh, so there's there's that. Uh, I'm with saying that without any any spoilers. That is really a spoiler-free way of saying it. I, I will be more involved. You'll be seeing and hearing more of me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, good job. Okay, now on to the the main thing of the episode. Welcome to the the not fun episode of animation communication, like one of two so far. So <laughs> uh, I'm gonna curse a lot because I don't have any patience for anything anymore. Um, so I'm don't worry, don't worry. We'll slap a disclaimer, our usual disclaimer over this. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the childrens don't hear. Not, I don't think there's a lot of childrens that listen to the podcast anyway. To be real. <laughs> They're just like, there's a, hey, there's a lot of children that shouldn't be on Twitter, but, you know, nobody, nobody's stopping them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Um, but, yeah, I don't like, I, I the, the, anyway, um, yeah, I don't think, like, like, families are sitting down and being like, oh, it's Monday, it's time to listen to the KP podcast, let's gather around, gang. <laughs> um, if, you know, if you are, like, let us know, but if not, I imagine it's just one person being like, this is... This is the best I can do social interaction wise because COVID. <laughs> get your shots if you can get them, please. Yeah, want to go out into the world and go see everybody. Get your get your shots. I miss conventions. I miss seeing my friends. Um, I feel like dude, me too. Man, I feel like I've been like in high school purgatory, where like you know I'm just here and I, like. You know, it's weird and hanging out with all the people I used to hang out with in high school because we're all stranded here and it's hate it. So welcome to, um, yeah, like I said at the beginning, the Not Fun podcast where I'm going to explain 
in, in excruciating detail um, why I'm not on PF2 anymore and or the very poor organization that led to that. Um, I just... So for all the people that ask in the comment section on TF2 videos, where's KP? This is going to be your answer. So everybody... Stop chill. asking me. <laughs> um, it's it just been kind of a sore subject because like, also I have a tendency to give the benefit of the doubt for people who don't really deserve it. So I have been trying to work it out internally the whole time and it hasn't worked. And I know this would have been embarrassing to be released publicly beforehand. So I was like, okay, it's gonna make you guys look like, like shit, but you know, if you're not giving me any other option and people are hounding me about this answer and you're not gonna address it in any other way and treat your, 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 your viewers like idiots and not have them notice the obvious thing, then I don't have a choice. So, also I hate people. So what basically happened um, is, I guess, from my understanding, um, I traditionally just did lines for TF2, and I'm not into TF2, um, the game. I don't really understand it. I, ha I, I have a general knowledge of it, but then people ask me at conventions, and I'm just like, I don't know. Ask someone else. I don't know what a TF2 is. I just know people, I know the assets are open source, so people make animations with them too sometimes. So you're so uh, in a way you pull a John Delancey with My Little Pony con canon. <laughs> yeah, essentially, I'm just here to, to do the lines, and then I forget about everything <laughs> after because I'm old. Anyway, um, so let's see, how do I? Okay, um, so I heard from sources that, like, just by multiple people that Josh. And a couple other people were um, frustrated by the fact that I wasn't writing scripts. And my big touchstone in all of this is there was no solidified plan in place. And as well as Skype organization just being really shitty, as well as lack of direct confrontation to really solve problems, it was enabling... And enabling a lot of unhealthy behavior, essentially, by, you know, shielding people from confrontation, even though that doesn't really solve the problem, you know. It, like, I've, I've said it before in multiple podcasts and in, in the YouTube videos, it's like, you shouldn't be making YouTube videos if you're afraid of confrontation. You have, you're, you're serving a huge amount of people. There's going to be some miscommunication if you're collaborating with people anyway you know, it's, it's, it's going to happen. And yeah, I just, again, don't have any patience for any of it. So anyway, um, so there was also, a, from my understanding, again, that's my preface, is there was a lot of gossip too, where, you know, people were frustrated that I wasn't um, writing the scripts. No one ever told me, this is a, initially, no one ever told me that they wanted to write scripts. And they would gossip and they'd complain about my, like they would they would say I'm egotistical and I'm a diva and all this stuff and like things that your friends shouldn't be doing if that those are your friends. And I also realized on hindsight that there was a lot of like not good behavior and there was a lot of you know, I'd ask someone for advice as well as all the other people for advice. So I did something that was not the first person's advice. And then they complain about it to other people instead of asking me about it. 
And that really bothered me. Like, you know, and it really also bothers me after all the shit I've been through that people can't talk to me directly about these problems. Like, I, I kind of don't feel like Josh and everyone and Silver were really my friends because they were not talking to me directly and they were gossiping and they were calling me all these bad names behind the scenes and like what are you doing like you're an adult like i don't understand how this is happening <sighs> so so yeah um just dealing with that um again this is stuff i learned on hindsight and then eventually like josh told me that they people wanted me to write scripts so I, I also wasn't aware that script writing was such a problem, too. Like, it seemed like between people like Jasper and, like, other, like, people that were really enthusiastic about the project that script writing, like, they wouldn't need script writers. Um, but again, this is, these are not things I know about. And because I'm not active in the Skype group, because, you know, imagine this, someone who's, who's traumatized because of strangers gossiping and, you know, taking things out of context is not going to um, be in a Skype group with, like, 20 different strangers. Imagine that. So, um, I was also not, I was also not active in the Skype groups. Um, there was no communication whether they wanted me to be on panels. Sometimes there was no clear, like, okay, KP, if you're, if you're free, can you be on this panel? Or, you know, I usually wouldn't because I was doing a bunch of my own panels anyway, and it was just a lot, especially for something I didn't really have much to say about, because again, I don't know much about uh, TF2 and that kind of thing. So, you know, and when I'm running around and doing like, you know, five to seven panels per con, then that's a lot. And, you know, I, I want to take a break and I've learned to only to schedule fewer panels for myself because that's too many, and um, I want to die, especially because um, I'm vending now, or vending's more of my primary thing, and I can't do seven or eight panels and vend, because um, for those who don't know, most of the time when I'm vending, my primary um, thing I'm selling are commissions, so my art. So that requires me to actually do the commissions. I'm not selling like things that are already pre-made, like t-shirts. I mean, I have t-shirts and buttons and all that shit, but that's not what's the majority of the thing moving. It's it's the it's the commissions that are moving. So I have to be there to do the commissions and also take people's orders and also if they want to like have a new commission, they have to describe it to me. It's 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 complicated essentially. So um, so after I talked to Josh the first time, I wrote the episode where I have the Discord powers and Silver Crow dresses up as John Delancey or whatever. So I wrote that one. Um, and then, you know, because we never really established how, like, the structure of my participation, um, the same thing happened again, where I was just doing lines, and um, I guess they, you know, instead of, this, you know, same thing happened to me, the same thing happened again, they gossiped, I got mad, you know, they didn't talk to me about it. Um, th this is also around the same time I did a mental health video uh, with Lily and um, Lily Orchard, for those who don't know. And I get it. Lily is, um, can be divisive at times. You know, I, I get when someone can be mean on the internet to you. But 
at the same token, what I did with Lily was a mental health video advocating for people to go to therapy, advocating for trauma survivors, like how to cope with those things. It, I purposely didn't mention any of the other TF2 people in the video um, because it wasn't about them. It was about having resources available for people who um, have not had a fun time and, you know, passing along my knowledge that I've learned dealing with all the terrible trauma that I've had to deal with because of bronies. Mm. So um, I guess um, I'm almost done. And then, Lauren, you can kind of give it from your perspective because Lauren is also on the team. Um, so instead of that, um, you know, Josh and I talked some more, and that was where I said the same thing I'm saying now. I We need the outline. Um, I guess what happened is Josh and Dr. Wolf didn't talk about what I talked to him about, and Dr. Wolf, like, basically didn't give me an option, and he was just like, well, you know, people feel that, you know, you should leave or whatever, and I'm like, what people, like, and he would try to be like, oh, well, if you want to do a Dr. Wolf moment, then that way you can leave. Um, you know, things like that. And um, my biggest frustration um, with all of this is, you know, there was feedback about me not being on the, the team anymore. And again, I don't know where this was coming from besides the general members. There was no, um, there was no uh, structure established with me and um, they handled it really poorly. And then Lauren, I'm gonna let you jump in and tell you it from your perspective. When this is all kind of going down, I guess, uh, I was kind of sort of out of the loop on a lot of things, but I was trying to piece things together from KP and from other people involved. And uh, again, this is just me being kind of more or less an eyewitness to what things were going on too. Uh, and I remember at the time going like, I just wanted to figure out what was going on. Um, and hear all sides and just just because it was something where I'm kind of like KP in the park of where I record lines and actually but except I, I do actually once in a blue moon play TF2 uh but uh nowadays I rarely maybe we can like ironically that, play it for a live stream or something maybe that could be the silver lining out <laughs> of all of this yeah, and it's funny because the role, and everybody jokes that, you know, the role I always wanted to have was the spy, but, um, and to this day, I still think it's the coolest role, but, um, but in the end, I'm still just better as a soldier, but anyway, <laughs> as I come to learn. Womp womp. Uh, womp womp. But, uh, but yeah, at the time when this was all kind of going down, uh, I was, I was still, we were kind of, you know, we'd been hanging out and we'd been do, doing the podcast and stuff. And I know she was, KP was going, getting really frustrated and upset with things because people were like, she felt like she wasn't being heard on things. And I totally get that. So I was just like, oh, I just want to figure out what's going on. I'll jump in. And I, and I also want to say like, um, especially nowadays, I didn't want to um, take sides with Lauren. I just kind of wanted her to like, you know, here's what here's what I'm dealing with. You can you're obviously yeah. in the server. But uh, I mean, yeah, because I'm like I'm not here to be against anyone at all. This is just again to be a, an eyewitness account. I'm I'm gonna I'm prefacing this because also coming from a perspective of somebody who was literally caught in in the middle of 
of the whole like Dan Evadan crossfire thing, Suck of, in the metal which we with talked you. about in the previous one. Yeah, we talked about that. that. We talked about in the yeah, and how I tried to take the neutral stance of saying, well, there's like two pieces of evidence of this thing even happening, and a lot of it's hearsay. Uh, and it's not even re- fully reliable. We have to wait till more comes out. And people got mad at me thinking I was taking the side of a potential pedophile. And I wasn't because I'm like, there is literally no grounds. I'm literally saying until we have more proof, let us wait and see. Maybe a statement. I don't know. But uh, it's just because there's so many instances where people jump on this bandwagon of like when something happens and there's even just a smidgen of like a rumor immediately people take that as fact and run with it. Mm-hmm. And there's suddenly no grounds for innocent until proven guilty. Uh, I mean, that's what the justice system is supposed to do. Um, so That's for another podcast. <laughs> but, I mean, but, but yeah, but then everything runs seemingly on the, on the grounds of ace attorney rules where it's like three days to prove you're innocent, otherwise you're guilty and thrown in jail. But uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, uh, objection! Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, back to this was, um, at the time I was just trying to piece together a thing. I'm just, I tend to be a person that when things like this are going down, I just try to find the answers to things and, uh, seeing and following the, the, the crumb trail as to she- why things happen and who is getting involved and who's saying what, uh, just so I'm trying to understand the situation as best as possible. Cause that's what I'm used to doing is I'm being, I'm more of a mediator in a lot of situations with people. So, uh, and so when I was trying to go into the server, uh, not so much the server as it was, I guess the Skype group. Yeah. They use Skype. Down. I was trying to go. Anyway. Yeah. So they, so I tried to go in and be like, Hey, KP's kind of like really upset right now. And I'm, trying to figure out what's going on but if so if there is some kind of like confrontational thing going on i just am trying to figure out you know what's going down and that you know you should hear her piece i don't i feel like she's not being heard uh and i just don't know what's going on and uh and i'm just trying to understand all this and it was uh i at the time when i jumped in i guess it was already very heated um so it was just like uh I, I was trying to go in with good intentions and was this before after was. was this before after the like Dr. Wolf sent me like that super nasty message uh this was after I believe this yes this was after okay. Dr. Wolf do you remember but like what was what was the gist of that essentially like you know you're acting entitled or something right I I don't know I can uh, well, I can I mean, find it, was, it but I mean, it was it just seemed like it was not giving you enough room to be able to state your case on things and being able to explain yourself. And you were like, it just felt like the door was being shut and you'd had no, uh, no chance to really explain anything. Um, so, uh, so I think that's what it was. Uh, and again, it's a lot of just for a lot of these kinds of situations. And as the group came to learn after was like, it's a, it's a matter of, uh, of having proper communication between all members. Yeah. That's, that's um, the biggest you know. That's the number one thing, and I will always, I will die on the hill of make sure you're talking to people, whoever you're working with, and make sure you hear everybody out, uh, because then issues like this can be avoided. And I feel like after that, it seems like communication's been better, at least with the current team members. So that's been good. Uh, but it's it was it was rocky at that time, uh, and especially when I was somebody who. 
is kind of sort of like a, like next thing above KP in terms of like where I record lines, but I even though I play the game, I record lines, but I don't consistently hang out on the Skype or anything like that. I'm but I will interact with okay the other team members in other ways. Random question: Have you ever gotten yelled at for the thing I got yelled at, where you're not writing enough scripts? Uh, I never had to write scripts, so. Huh. <laughs> Imagine I mean, that. I did say I could. I did say I. I offered that. I said I could participate in script writing or proofreading or anything like that because I'm kind of a grammar Nazi in that respect. So I'm like, if anything, I could help with some things like that. But nothing ever came of it, and that was that's fine, honestly, because my schedule is just bleh. yeah. So um, so it's better for me to just like what they. But actually. Technically, I do a little script writing, but it's mostly just for lines for myself. Mm -hmm. If it's like there are lines written for me, it's almost like, can I, can you proofread these, make sure these sound a little bit more like you, or there are some lines here I'm trying to figure out where, what for, for you to say here. Um, and I actually, there was, and you know, I scratch that. There has been an instance where I got to write pretty much all of my dialogue for it. And it's, uh, and, uh, it's in an episode that hasn't been released yet, but, um, but uh, but that was I mean that was good because at least it was like saying here's how here's some here's some uh, pre-written dialogue here uh, how would you answer to each of these you know responses I'm like okay that's fine I can do that I can work with that because then even then after I would do my response some of the answers would be tweaked accordingly and so there was a bit better communication on that end so I think it's like going forward things have been learned in in regards especially to script writing as a team so uh and especially when i'm like that that's pretty much the extent of my script writing that was writing my writing lines for myself and uh and with my interactions with the other team members um but in writing whole scripts i have not done that so i guess it, it, technically to answer that it's like i've written pieces of script but i have not written whole scripts okay <laughs> so anyway so i talked to doc so i so this is after the second time I talked to Josh and I, I outlined those those guidelines and he agreed those were fair. Um, and then I talked to Brunt the second time and was like, I want to find, or the first time, and I was like, can we, the same thing I told Josh, can we find some structure for this? But it seemed like the decision was already made. So um, I, I think I tried to contact him. I don't remember exactly, but I think I tried to contact him again to talk about it. And this is what he said. Um, after much discussion with several team members, we've decided that we're going to move forward without KP. I've had a, a, I've had a very extensive conversation with her on this matter, both last week and last night. Her lack of involvement with the series, aside from the occasional recordings over the past few years, along, among other matters, I don't feel like I should address here, has made a number of team members upset. I don't, yeah. Several have requested to have KP removed from the team F2 analysis. But in the end, this was my decision to make. Moving forward, uh, with Red versus Flu, we have made the changes, so they cut me from the script. After discussing the possibilities, we've decided to move forward without directly mentioning her absence. Um, this is not the first time we removed a character without explanation, and while confusing for fans here and there, we believe is the best option for overall, overall given past experience. Um, please do let me know if you have any more questions. So, um, yeah, that was a hot, that was a hot mess. And, um, let me, I don't think that was the message he sent to me. I think that was the message he dropped. Yeah. Okay. That was the message he dropped in the, in the group.
group. Let me, um, this is what I said right before this with privately. I said, I'll leave it at this. I was under the impression that these issues were with Josh. We should have solidified ideas about how at the end, how and at the pace I was going to contribute, but we didn't. And I understood that my one script was going to contribute. Oh, was my one script and continue your voiceover was enough. But in my recent call with Josh, I thought the issue was rectified. I told him to think about how he wanted to define my future work and he wanted and he wanted me to lay low for a little bit, which I agreed to. These issues seem between me and Josh. In my most recent call with you, my understanding is that we agreed for me to depart with others that wanted that wanted to as well because you were not satisfied with my goals, which I still agreed to. So now you're telling me that multiple people have issues and are not willing to talk to me directly about it. You're telling me that people have been upset over years and never told me about it. That's not right and that's not okay. That is what I'm talking about earlier. This kind of working environment is unsafe and not, not acceptable. It leads to gossip harboring and hurtful behavior. Frankly, um, where, where did I leave off? Frankly, if people have opinions, they should talk to me directly. My door is open, but I will not tolerate people being malicious enough to gossip about me, but not bring it up to, to me directly. I will not tolerate people's general disdain for me affecting their types of discussions. I don't want I don't want and refuse to be forced out the door early because people just don't want to talk to me directly. That's childish, ethically not right, and incredibly disappointing. I'll let you discuss all this with the appropriate parties to rectify this, to discuss if their disdain is due to personal feelings or not. Um, I'm not sure if it's linked to like rumor bullshit that's influenced their opinions, so that's what I'm referencing, and how this has affected my decision. I need to walk away for now, and this is what he said. This is the gross one. I am sincerely sorry you feel upset over this, KP. I have hoped that our understanding of each other last week that we could part ways gracefully, but reading through your last message has convinced me that I should need to take a far more blunt approach. What you describe about having everyone who has grievances with you to speak to you directly in hopes of working things out at this point is asking too much. So he's enabling lack of confrontation. The value you've added to the series over the years is now clearly outweighed by the deterrent to keep you on. You feel cheated right now. Your circumstances are unfair. And from the conversation I had with you last week and all the text messages this even, I'm still not convinced that you care about the series at all. <sighs> Only what being a part of it would bring to your online presence. So he's assumingly blaming my ego for me still wanting to be on the series without really any direct evidence. I think the most I said was, you know, it's still good for me to be on so people can see my pony face and, you know, I'm still involved in that community. But it was never about my ego. Like, Lauren, do I have an ego? <laughs> I think everybody has an ego, but you do not have, like, an ego going, like, blah, look at me. It's more like, it's, I think it's funny because the interpretation of ego always has a negative connotation. With ego, it's just saying you have a sense of self, really. So I, I in that regard, you have a strong sense of self. But it, in terms of being like, look at me like and a diva. me and nobody else. Yeah, like you, you don't have that. Okay. So, so yeah, and Lauren is a, a third party. I didn't bribe her to say that. And that's why I put her on the spot. Yeah, to no, say I'm that. like, I'm literally <laughs> here to like, I'm literally here to make sure that, you know, KP has a place to Tell me I don't have an ego, Lauren. So. I have a gut. <laughs> you, you don't. You don't. I swear. I swear. <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep yeah, on hey, going. Like, if, if, 
if if look let's let's be let's be real here if she if kp was a pain to work with i wouldn't be here so <laughs> you think people would get that at this point but no one listens i think that should be the best evidence is that if she was a pain i wouldn't be here right now letting her speak her piece so <laughs> Oh Lord! Anyway, like you know, if I was if I was such a pain to work with, I wouldn't have people that stay on the team for like multiple years at a time. Like, come on, come on, guys! Yeah, it's it, not rocket proof's science. In the, proof's in the pudding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna keep on going. We're trying to make this light, even though it's it's sad. Okay. Okay, this is the equivalent of being an employee who does not want the minimum amount of work necessary and being surprised that she's told she's being let go. I've received a number of requests to remove you from the series. I don't know who that was from. In the end, this is my decision to make. I'm willing to listen to your I was willing to listen to your suggestions last week and even entertain the possibility of still working with you on a different project. I can see now that there's no longer a worthwhile pursuit. I do not know if every grievance others have over your behavior, KP, nor is it really my place to try it and help you fix them. But even at my best, it is clear to me now that the effort it would take to rectify with you over the matter would cost far more than any potential benefit. Again, I tried one more time to talk about it with Josh, and Josh blamed me for wanting to be to, to rectify the friendship or something. And um, again, this this ego thing that I don't really understand where it's coming from. And also that these people are not really giving me the benefit of the doubt. Um, you know, like, or they're, they're convinced that, oh, KP has an ego. KP's mean so they can justify doing all this shitty, sh this shitty shit. Um, and I, it, I just, I just can't tolerate it anymore. And I just can't tolerate, um, you know, it, and things that I realize, like, in hindsight is, you know, there was a lot of gossip about me and a lot of, like, people comparing subscriber numbers to me. And, um, like, who, who, who does that? Like, it's just, it's just, like, at the end of the day, so, so pr this, this could have been rectified with clearer communication, essentially. Like, um, I don't know, besides the lack of scripts, which, again, it only seems to be an issue with me and not other people, from my understanding. But anyway, um, besides the lack of scripts and lack of definement for how much they wanted me to contribute, I think they just thought that, like, everyone should be friends because we are in a Skype group and everyone should get along. And, like, that's not realistic, um, you know, that's not realistic and that's not say frankly you know in some ways because you know there could be some icky people just hanging out and you know imagine that you know that there was that one time like I won't bring that up too much but um you can see how these kind of situations can play out and um what I'm really just hurt by is the fact that these at the end of the day like these people weren't really my friends like like you know, they would gossip about me a lot. They would compare subscriber numbers. They weren't really, like, I remember an instance where um, I asked Silver about advice to, for what to do to BronyCon before I dropped that, that letter, and he said, do nothing. And I'm like, okay, fine, but I, that's not going to solve the problem. So I released the, 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 press, the press statement anyway, and he bitched about it to Josh that I didn't take his advice, not asking me about it. Not asking me why, like, and it, that 
that really pisses me off. Like, you know, I want to be able to have a safe environment. And I thought these, like, people understood, like, all the shit I'd been through and wanted to try to, like, you know, make sure it didn't happen again. But, you know, I was, I was wrong. And it just really, really, it just really sucks. And I just don't have any patience. Like, I just, you know, I'm running out of patience for people like this. And I'm running out of patience for chi children not behaving like, or adults behaving like children and not talking to each other. Like, I don't know how much of the stupid Boggazy rumors that, like, other people in the chat were influenced by. I have no idea because I didn't know who was talking to me and I didn't know what the problems were beyond me not contributing to the scripts besides maybe just not talking in the Skype group or whatever. So I, I don't know, like, and it just makes you feel like they don't, like they didn't really care to fix the issues. It was just about the perception. And also it really pisses me off that they thought the best idea to have, how to, the best idea to handle this or the best way to handle this is just cut me from the scripts and hope no one notices. Like that's that's pretty. When the end result of that was months and months and months and months and months of TF2 content coming out, and all the streams, all the live chats being filled with "Where's KP? Where's KP? Oh, I think I know KP is gonna come. I, maybe she teamed up with Antony. Maybe maybe that's gonna be the twist. Like not even realizing that KP wasn't coming back. It was almost like. It had to be addressed at some point in, in a in a fa in a manner where, you know, more people were going to be able to hear it at the same time. And it's like saying, okay, well, here's your answer: is that KP isn't involved anymore, um, and because you don't want to say anything in the live chat, and because then, then first of all, it gets drowned out anyway because those things move at lightning speed because of how many people comment. Uh, but then it's also just that it's only to a few people versus to many people because depending on who's paying attention to the comments section uh yeah it had to be addressed at some point like it's the elephant in the room yeah it, especially with if it's happening to every single release that wears kp wears kp even after months and months of it it's like and people are still asking i mean that says a lot about too about um you know your presence on the team Yay. and in the videos is that people were like, Hey, where'd she go? There's gotta be, there's gotta be a bigger reason that she's gone. Like, you know, maybe she's again, like in the storyline, maybe she's teamed up with Anthony or something. Uh, so people were starting to have head cannons and theories about where you went. So <laughs> too much effort but, guys. Much. So I think that, so I think that says a, a lot though about how, even though, with how you say your involvement was, I was, you know, I was doing lines. Like, I guess you could say you were pulling a Delancey, uh, is that people still saw your involvement as profound enough that and impactful enough that they're like, well, the moment she's gone, where'd she go? You were there a long time. So. <laughs> yeah. And like that, that's also the, like the reason I held off doing this for so long is because I, is exactly what happened is happening now. I did not want to throw people under the bus because I know that, you know, you know, I know Josh and I know Silver and I know they get shit because of just being YouTubers and not handling certain situations correctly. Like we all get shit. So I didn't want to give them more shit to deal with 
you know, I didn't want to be like, oh, well, you know, it was because of lack of communication and lack of boundaries. And I mean, maybe not lack of boundaries, but lack of, you know, direct confrontation with issues. Like, I have no idea how many of the, the TF2 members think I'm like a slave driving whore monster or what the fuck ever. Like, you know, and the fact that they're even like, the fact that, you know, they might even be entertaining those thoughts in general, you know, like, I don't feel safe. And I get frustrated because, you know, I like these are environments I want to feel safe with. I, I think, you know, after, you know, I remember, you know, going to RoniCon after I got hospitalized and I'm hoping it made me feel better. It did for the most part. But like, there was a rumor that got started because I was in a really shitty mood the second night because I, I didn't eat. And um, the whole day, which which BronyCon was this? This was 2016. This was okay, so, this yeah, is when he. The only time I ever went to BronyCon was 2019, and that's when I met. No, you this is this is one. this is not one that you were present for. But anyway, um, essentially, um, he who has not been named was there, and um, the server got my order wrong, and I was really snappy, and I yelled at the server, and then like I got rumors about, oh, KP's just such a bitch, and she's just a diva. And, you know, not knowing the context of the information that, you know, they got my order wrong. Everyone was already eating before I got my order. But to wait even more, it was 7 o'clock at night on the second day of a con, and I hadn't eaten all day. So I was, you know, I feel like I have the right to be cranky when they get my order and you wrong. Were and you were vending all day, I assume, right? You were at, like, a table. In no? 16. At that one? I Maybe I was vending, but I definitely was running around. I mean, you know, as you do. Because yeah, it's draining. Especially at BronyCon, which is the biggest one, so it's like it's understandable to Yeah, and I'll be I mean, the first even... to tell you, like when I get when I get tired at cons, I will be cranky and like not to take it personally. But the fact that I was like told it's like it's okay, this is a safe place and then it wasn't a safe place pisses me mm -hmm. off. Yeah. The, the the cape yeah. everything that pisses me off. You know what really grinds my gears, Lauren? Anyway. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? But yeah, it's like, that's why when, when I actually tell people, it's like, you know, it's if people have to tell me something, I'm like, you're safe to talk to me about it because it's like, I promise you I won't judge because I I get the feeling. I get the feeling when people feel like there is no safe place to talk about anything. And I want to be that person because it's like, because I get the feeling I've been there and it, it sucks when it feels like it's been betrayed. So, I mean, it's like, so that's why it's like when it comes to this kind of stuff, it's just like, yeah, I, I, again, I'm not the gossiper. I don't, I just try to like, especially when it comes down to like situations like this, I just try to like figure out what the heck's going on. And so it's like, if I get like information, I go, well, I just want to be able to keep whatever's private, private and, and respect those, that privacy but at the same time, I go, well, if this person really needs help and nobody is hearing them out, I want to be able to understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's not going out of malice or anything like that to go against anybody. It's literally just out of understanding and trying to understand. Um, and I get when if I that's what, again, when I came into this whole situation, I was trying to trying to understand things, especially on your behalf, going, you know, well, she's upset, like really upset. And I really want to be able to try and help her. But at the same time, I also want to understand what's going on over here because uh, I'm not as, as heavily involved every day with this kind of stuff. And so I'm just like, I just want to understand what's going on. Is there stuff that I'm not in the know about? Which I'm sure there's plenty of that. 
and that's okay. That's not my business and some of those things, but, but it's, especially when it's affecting other things outside of TF2, I'm like, because it was affecting recordings for the podcast and, and affecting channel stuff. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is kind of heavy. So what's going on? <laughs> yeah, if, um, if memory serves. Then when, when that when it has it has effects outside of the team, yeah, that's when it starts having. That's when you have to go. Okay, what's going on here? Because I really want to make sure that I'm helping her at the same time as I'm understanding what's going on here because I'm involved here too, even if it's not on an everyday basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if memory serves, that 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 original Doctor Wolf message triggered me, and then I was like crying to Laura, and I was just like, man, they're so mean. To-. I mean, I'm I'm butchering it now to not get the, the the mood down i guess but like man like everyone's mean to me lauren like i don't understand like did i was it me did i do this or is it are they just being assholes and lauren's like pat pat they're there they're just they're just being butts so i'll try to help so it's like i was like i'm like basically i'm just the you know like here you know i'll hear you out on this just vent it and just like okay now it's time for me to kind of figure out what's going on um because somehow I'm missing a lot of things here and I and I want to figure out the best way I can help you and help and help under, be un, understand and be understood by everybody else involved uh, not again it's like I and even like Chrissy can vouch on on me I'm not the person to go in and start a fight for anything uh, <laughs> but if anybody if a friend is wronged or feels wronged I try to go in and and try to speak on their behalf or I try to go and understand things on their behalf because I'm like okay the moment you start messing with them and I've known them for and especially with like Chrissy I've known her for for almost 14 years um is that like when you know somebody well enough or you work with them on a regular basis and you go well I know that's not the situation so it's like what's going on what's really going on and uh I just try to go in and understand so I just remember it, at the very least, it wasn't like I went in and everybody was trying to pile on me or anything like that. Uh, but I just know that some nerves were touched because I came in on the conversation. And it seemed like I was coming in without context or whatnot uh, because I just suddenly got in there. Um, but uh, but at the very least, it was nice when other team members came to me and go, you know, you know, you're you're totally fine. Don't worry. Like we totally get where you're coming from with this. And so <laughs> like, so, yeah. And, and so at least it wasn't like the entire team. There were definitely some good eggs in there and I, and for you, good eggs. I love you. Yeah. You, you, I appreciate you. Shout, so <laughs> shout out to, to Finn and Jasper who are the goodest eggs and, and will. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day too, like I, you know, like Brody's talk a big talk about, you know, love and tolerance and the whole thing. But, in reality, as like my experiences have been, sometimes they don't do that if it's easier to avoid the issue or because, you know, at the end of the day, bronies are nerds. Nerds are introver- introverted. Nerds do not like conflict. So when you have these big, all these big things going on and big projects and there's a whole bunch of people that don't like confrontation, then these problems are going to happen and people are going to get hurt. And this is coming from two nerds who learn that and know 
from experience how vital communication is. So just to clarify, yeah. we too are in the same party. So Yeah, and I've, I've, I've kind of been bred at this point, like with all my shit, like to protect my myself and my brain to enable like direct confrontation. And I am very direct um, in nature as a person. So I can just get to the issues, the bottom of the issues faster. And, you know, everyone can be relatively honest with me in return. You know, it's just like, when I see shit like this happening, like it just, you know, especially like also, also when it, when I am not the person dealing with it, when I have to deal with it from other people, then I'm just like, man, these are adults. Like, what the hell? Like, you guys can have clear con conversations. You don't have to blame it. Like, I remember like there was, there was a, the thing that happened with the con head who was like, I was trying to get to the bottom of something and he was just like, well, KP, you still treat people badly, and I don't think anything's changed. So this that enables me to treat you this way. And I'm just like, first of all, what? Second of all, <laughs> where's your where's your source for this? Third of all, mm -hmm. you're an adult. Like, you know, I'm not saying it's it's not okay to have concerns, fine, but like using those kind of petty excuses to justify petty behavior is ridiculous and stupid you know it makes me you mad it's like you you drink blue milk blue is my least favorite color i'm how canceling dare you. you how dare you <laughs> blue milk. i mean and I, it's like we joke about this but there's literally people out there who will take any reason to hate on somebody as that's <laughs> that's how it is and so i'm like i mean i know that's not the majority but there are there's an uncomfortable too many people that try to use very small excuses to like grand slam cancel somebody. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I always get that shit thrown at me when um, maybe not so much anymore, but I always get that thrown at me when um, when people try to justify their shitty decisions. And I'm just like, where's your proof, Jan? And they're just like, mm -hmm. oh, well, we don't have any. I'm like, well, then shut the fuck up. So, um, you know, and like that's kind of my. Attitude. I heard from a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Okay, well that's not reliable. That's a game of telephone. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Um, you know, and like we live in an age where anyone can make up anything. Like, check your fucking sources. Like, you learned that what in middle school? And I'm like, I, if I have to keep referring to it, don't make me tap the sign. Refers to the Dan Avidan situation <laughs> because literally everything of that was either. Stuff that was taken out of context, like the video that they used for, quote, evidence of, of like, Dan doing a sexting thing, was literally a video from the NSP Snapchat that was sent to, you know, people who followed the NSP Snapchat with Dan being in character. Because guess what? Danny Sexbang is not Dan Avidan. There's, that's a stage presence. That's a character. And it's a whole little parody of the whole you know, 80s rockers being sex icons kind of, like, obsessed with sex. That's why That's why the whole premise is, ex exists. In, I mean, that's a huge reason why the whole premise exists the way it does for NSP. So, um, it's, it's, it's just like Ninja Brian. Brian's not a ninja. Hate to spoil it to you people. <laughs> I, I have um, no idea who she's talking about. Like, I know, like, the uh, I'm talking about Dan, Dan, Ninja Sex Party. Okay, yeah. Between Dan Dan Avedan and, and Brian Wecht, who are have been friends for a very long time, have, NS, have done NSP together, and Brian dresses up like a ninja, and Danny calls himself Danny Sexbang. 
So that's why I said, again, they're not, those are characters. And that was Danny being in character on the NSP uh, Snapchat or whatever the video was from. It was in character. And then all, the other stuff was like all made up and it was all hearsay. And saying, oh, the, the person, the, the victim said that, that she granted permission for this information to be shared or for this video to be shared. When it was literally not even hers. And then the person that was in question didn't even exist. So it was all a fabrication from a hate subreddit. And then I'm just like, oh, cool. This is just like Amber Heard all over again where people were believing her until proof came out that she was the abuser and Johnny Depp was the one being abused. Wow. What a shock. I hate everything. <laughs> and uh, anyway, importance of look for sources, verify the evidence. That's why they use your critical thinking skills, guys. This is why I love like freaking like CSI kind of stuff because it's like, okay, <laughs> we're going to go down into the details and we want to make sure, okay, when was this posted? Hmm, that, that, you know, that negates what happened in this person's testimony. And I'm, I'm literally, okay, this is also Ace Attorney, but anyway. <laughs> Objection. I Objection. Guess, I guess in closing, do I think any of these people are bad? No. Do I think they have somewhat poor social skills, kind of? Do I think they all need therapy? probably not a bad idea <laughs> you know just because you know i don't think they realize that this is not how you handle co conflicts and how you deal with things and you know again it bothers me like even before this if a lot of people had negative views about me like and they couldn't talk to me about it or they didn't want to talk to me about it like you know what like what do what I don't I don't know how we fix that if like you can't like like my my at the end of the day you can't solve problems you don't know about. So I'm not sure if it's, it's just like, like go ahead, Lauren. I was gonna say, yeah, sorry. I was gonna say like to go off that point of yeah, people like even if you met this person for the first time and they already have this like idea in your head of you because of the hearsay stuff. And uh and I remember I like I think it was like when I first met you, I remember I was not I was not in the know of any of the whole um I guess you could say the he who must not be named the other one. Yeah, the other uh, one, the child. <laughs> the bad child. Uh, yes. Uh, not the good child, yes, not the uh, cute one. <laughs> I was not in the know of what was going on there. All I knew is that like from like a very, very base level that there had been stuff going on with KP and I remember first meeting you and I'm like, hmm, I remember there was I guess some kind of a hubbub about her, but immediately was like thrown out the window because we started connecting. I'm like, I don't get what anybody's you know nervous about. You're chill, you're chill, you're cool, I like you, you're awesome. So yeah, <laughs> just like I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's kind of the thing is like I think a lot of that was just you know jealousy. You know, I ha like it's been on record that you know Josh and some of the others like had this kind of negative behavior, and you know it bothers me if they were really supposed to be my friends, you know, like I never, I made a point not to talk, talk to um, Lily about Josh stuff and, you know, that kind of thing, because, you know, I didn't, like, I felt like I didn't know enough about, you know, the he say, she said, and I know it's been painful for both of them, but also like the fact that I wasn't trusted because, you know, people just had their blind sights on and just like, oh, you know, KP's doing the Lily thing. She's going to the dark side. And I'm just like, hey, why don't you ask me about it instead of just assuming things? Thank you. 
So that's why communication's important. Communication. Guys, if, you, if you have an issue, talk to the person about it. Don't go around the back back streets and 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 backwards ways to go talk to other people about somebody when it's literally you could just go to the person themselves and ask them about it. Yeah. So like and be Lily, respectful about it Lily, because guess what? Hanging out people with a, a steaming pile of hate isn't going to exactly get your point across right away. Yeah. <laughs> and Lily and I are different people and Lily and I are not going to have the same opinion about everything. And, you know, I make a point to stay neutral in things I don't understand or know like the whole mm -hmm. story about because that's like the politically correct thing you do. So, you know... Like, same thing if people are collaborating with um, no fun people that I know. Like, I doubt they, unless they do know their bad thing and they do it anyway, then they probably don't know the bad thing. And they just, like, assume everything's fine. And, like, I'm not just like, hey, man, they did the thing with the gross person. How dare they? Like, don't they know? They don't know. Like, you know? <laughs> they don't know, like, you know? It's just like guarantee you that like for a lot of those kinds of situations, especially when it's like they do this does this person even know most of the time they're not gonna know. If 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 there's something that's out of out of their concept like some people have done collabs with other people and there have been stuff that's that's gone down and the collaborator doesn't know. So I mean, I guess also at the same time, like to a degree researching who you're collabing with is important, but at the same time verify what you're researching as well instead of it being like oh this is make sure you can tell oh this is just gossip you know this was just rumors being spread around versus oh this person was literally confirmed by law as a pedophile or something like that. you know <laughs> so it's like and you know so it's like again you know check your sources check the information verify the evidence all that kind of stuff like and that goes for for anything because otherwise, if you're going down hearing, I heard it through the grapevine, uh, that's not your best source. This is about as a, effective as saying, uh, going to a, a Disney character's wiki and saying, oh, Gaston is actually a pretty good guy, saying it on the <laughs> wiki. You should probably question that, given <laughs> who the person was or something. You Gaston's know? So, fine. Gaston's Gaston fine. was actually not a bad guy. He he went to go kill the beast with good intentions. <laughs> like did the beast was a cannibal. This? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no one noticed. It's it's fine. No, my favorite <laughs> thing. My favorite thing is like the two that like the two thousand like sixteen or seventeen in the beast. I don't remember when everyone's complaining about uh, LeFou being gay and everyone, but other people were just like, "This is a movie about bestiality." Like, I think we have bigger problems. I mean, it's not, but you know what I mean, like. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess it's also kind of like what happened with, uh, with Onward and when the one Cyclops cop character mentioned she Fucking has a girlfriend. Stupid. And I'm like, and literally, like, the, like, I think, what was it, Saudi Arabia banned the film just for, like, the one reference to girlfriend. When the rest of the film, it, it's ne never brought up again. The character's really never seen again. I just, <laughs> just, I'm like, really, you have bigger fish to fry than this one throwaway line that the actress well, literally said, can I say this? And Pixar's like, sure, why not? <laughs> we'll get there eventually. So. <laughs> In closing, so, though, um. I hate to say this, but in some cases it's justified, but like if you guys 
see anyone being mistreated, not specifically me, and people aren't really doing anything about it, and you have enough proof, like, please be vocal, because I don't think anyone's going to learn their lesson if they don't realize that what they did is not Hakuna. And, you know, everything's said and done. I will grit my teeth and do Did lines. you say it's not Hakuna? Not Hakuna. Yeah, not Hakuna. <laughs> what about Matata? <laughs> Shut up, Lauren. Um, any- <laughs> anyway, and, you know... You know, worst case, I will grit my teeth and do lines to phase out my character if that, because, like, not for them, but for you, the fans, if that is something that can be arranged. But at at this point, I am totally out, and I'm totally not doing anything, and I think everyone hates me because I called out the issues with the project and or I, I kill puppies or something. And I'm, you know, I'm just done dealing with children. So I just hope, you know, I just hope these lessons sink in. And, you know, it frustrates me when people characterize me badly. And I don't, I wish I didn't have to talk about, like, my stupid bad bullshit all the time. But it's affected a lot of things in my life and a lot of my relationships and a lot of my conventions still. I mean, not so much anymore with the the death of Tony conventions for the most part. But, you know, it's it's been a thing I've had to deal with, and that's why I hate the child the most, is he couldn't even bother to clean up his mess because he's a coward. Um, so, you know, or help pay for any of my therapy bills or my hospital bills or anything, because, you know, life sucks. So, um, I guess the moral of the story is have healthy communication with your friends. Don't enable their lack of confrontation because that is a bad thing to enable, um, you know, people. And, I, and let me say straight up, like, you know me, I usually am like, I don't lose my cool, right? It takes a lot for me to lose my cool. Yeah. Uh, and I remember uh, a, while, a little while back, something triggered me in particular, and it was like a stupid thing. And I remember immediately, because... Uh, Chrissy was involved. She pulled me aside. Was like, "Hey, are you okay? Like, this isn't like you to act like this." And I like literally had just broke down and cried because it was just like there was just too much going on in my life at the time, and it was starting to come across in like the little things where I was trying to suppress so much that it suddenly came out in the weirdest way. And after that, it didn't happen again. But it was just like, um, it, you know, just knowing that that there was a. Fr- a good friend to pull me aside and go, hey, are you okay? Can you need, you need to talk to somebody? Because <laughs> it's like, this isn't like you and I know you. This isn't like you. So what's going on? And I just, just knowing that I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not okay. Like being able to be open about that and just making sure the communication was clear on that helped immensely because mm-hmm. then Chrissy was able to help me and then uh, and I'd be able to do the same with other people when I can tell when something's up and go, hey, are you okay? Something's off. And they've been able to do that with me too. And um, and again, I'm not here to talk people's private stuff. I'm just here to say, you know, communication's important because then a whole lot gets solved if you just talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, know no, some things are not easy to talk about. So yes, you have to talk about them with the right people, but in terms of like other general things, like if you're working on a team with other people and 
uh, and you're not talking to other people, no, don't t- just talk to people, especially if they're going to be working directly with them. You got to talk. So, and, and then you can avoid a whole bunch of other issues if you just talk, you know. <laughs> yeah. And as well as if you're intimidated by people, because that is a thing that happens with YouTubers, or that's the thing that happens with YouTubers. Um, you might get intimidated to talk to someone uh, that you respect if you're starting to have a, a, a now friendship relationship with them, as long as it's not forced, please don't be creepy. Then you can get someone in the middle or you can you know like you can get a third party to to jump in with in the conversation or you know like there's ways to work around it but don't let the fact that you're intimidated by someone affect your 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 confrontation and your um discussion skills because again you you are you're worth bringing your problems up you know if they're not mm-hmm. And if they're not addressed in the other way, and it pisses, yeah, another thing that pisses me off is people just like I'm not worthy. Like I don't want to bother people. Usually they have an outlet if you don't want to bother them. Like they have like like we have PR per- people on the team that way. You know, also people can can complain about me um, or do something I'm doing, and then I can hear about it in a way that's not like uh, accusatory, I guess. But you know, not that that happens. But you know, there's. There are ways to solve these issues, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have anything else. This has just been a sad episode that we had to explain, so please, yeah, make... So for know. more uplifting content like this, please like, su- share, subscribe. Yeah, please. <laughs> Click the notification bell. What the... Whatever. Yeah. Trust so. me. I, I, we, I know. Trust me, guys. Don't worry. If this... I, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna be real. I, this better not be anybody's first episode of the podcast because... <laughs> because I'm like, you could have started with a much lighter topic than this, guys. No, we I literally feel like have it might Chris Sonnenberg from if, Tangled. I, I feel like it might be because people, like, don't even know the podcast exists, but they've been asking this question. Like, finally, they can answer... Can I can have an answer to this question, where we discuss yeah, it in I, length, and you know. Well, like, either way, it's like okay if you get your answers, you're cool. Uh, otherwise, we got palate cleanser episodes. Otherwise, that surround this one. Yeah. So you're, you you got plenty of content to work with, guys. <laughs> yeah, if if you're into that, I guess you know. I hope I hope with the release of this, this gets solved in a way that is not too messy. Um. You know, just and again, we're not coming out here to like pick fights. This was not our first option. <laughs> no, it was. This was after, and this is after a long, long. This was long like time that, things, like our so, fourth option. So, um, yeah, fourth or fifth, something like that, maybe even sixth, because it's just been like we've been trying to like, I guess you could say, just trying to make sure that things have been resolved as best as possible in the best possible way, in the healthiest possible way. But, uh, you know, after hundreds and literally, I mean, literally hundreds of comments going, where's KP, you gotta kind of go, okay, well, we gotta have an answer. And we, uh, I mean, we, (laughs) this is basically how we can do it. And at the same time, we're not trying to like, get anybody to like, we don't want to hate mom, but we we don't want to, yeah, we're not trying to incite anything. We just want to provide some information as to a, a little background as to what happened and so uh again don't come for the tf2 team or anything like that because again like it's this is not this involved with the team and i'm not here to call out anybody it's just like this was and plus this was from months ago 
So this is really more just a response to how people have been asking what happened uh, to KP and why she's not in the videos anymore and that kind of stuff. And then so it was, again, just trying to be an explanation and also to try and be a lesson about communication. We're going to keep repeating this word. Take a shot every time. Take a shot every time we say communication. No, please don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just hope like, yeah. like I said, I'm just hoping, like, share this video for people who don't know. And like I said, like, maybe, like, we can have a closing in a way that isn't just, like, fucking cutting me out of the fucking video. But if this is it, too, then that's fine. I just wanted to, people to be aware and just to call out the mistakes. And, again, I didn't want to throw anyone under the bus, but, you know, the bus was there and the bus was the only option. So. Yeah. Drink to that. And, yeah. And, and again, it's like... Uh, at least as of right now, it's, it, uh, you know, at least with my interactions with the team, it's all good. So I, I think the best way to describe how I try to be with everybody around me is I'm a capybara, which is the one animal that is like, no matter what environment you put them in, you try to make friends with everybody or just be chill with everybody. Um, because it's just like, I mean, that's pretty much how I try to be. Is like, you've probably seen what I'm talking about, KP, is the... Uh, the capybara, you know, it's like a giant guinea pig that you could see it chilling with crocodiles and and ducks and yeah, just yeah, like a, yeah. We had a conversation about that whole before, variety like of animals. Before, like before the my podcast. goal in life is to be the capy. My goal in life is to be a capybara, just like the type of person where it's like just to be there to get along with everybody. Because guess what? Everybody's different. Everybody's going to process things differently. Everybody has different opinions and thought processes. So the best thing you can do is work with them as best as possible. But also, yeah, like KP said, you see something up uh, and you have enough proof. That's an important thing. If you see something go that seems wrong and you have evidence, solid evidence of it being confirmed, then, yeah, you can call it out because otherwise it goes unchecked. We're kind of... And this is also in the, in the whole realm of cancel culture thing that I'm trying to speak out on that, too, because people, again, jump to conclusions without proper evidence. They only go off hearsay or rumors on the Internet. And it's like, I'm real tired. I know it's never going to really fully stop because there's going to be people always looking to start a fight. But uh, but doing the best you can with, like, checking things, verifying things. Uh, maybe even talking directly to the person if you can and saying, hey, what's going on? Mm -hmm. uh, I heard I heard this. I've been seeing this. So I don't know. Can you confirm what's going on? And hopefully you're going to get like, especially when like KP, she'll tell you the honest answer of what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't I don't um, tolerate any bullshit. So. So, it should, so that's why it's like, yeah, just the best thing you do is don't, don't take any back avenues when trying to get answers. Um. It's like you can talk to the people directly and then you just go talk to other people who might have been involved directly if it's okay to do so. Mm -hmm. Again, if it's not in your, if it's not, you know, any of your personal business, then you should probably not get involved in it. But at the same time, there's if there's a certain degree of like, you're just trying to check things, then, you know, do your best to approach it with your best judgment. 
Because yeah, again, some people get their get involved in other people's business and it's not theirs. But yeah, I think I think time, we're beating a, a dead horse or a dead pony. Uh, so yeah, um, I know, but it's like some people will have to. I like I feel like I have to clarify so many things, and you're trying to go like I'm trying not to make sure like you know. Do this, but also be careful, but also this. But it's because I'm, like, trying to shut off all of these. Like, I'm tying up loose ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I know, be vocal, I ramble, but don't harass This is what podcasts guys. are for, right? Yeah. <laughs> be vocal, but don't, yeah. Be vocal, but, res- well, not respectful, but be vocal, but, like, don't harass people or call anyone bad names. Yeah. Again, we're not looking for people to dogpile on anybody. This was just to be an explanation and to be almost a cautionary tale of, like, be communicative. Yeah. Communication's important. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um. I don't feel like plugging anything because I don't think this is the right podcast to do it. But you know, the podcast yeah. exists if you want to do more, I guess, or whatever. And, and I mean, if you found us, you're kind of already in the right place to look for the other stuff. So I feel like we don't need press the button. Feel... Yeah. <sighs> so it's like it most likely this took you to either the the, the streaming the, the streaming uh, podcast links, or this probably took you to the YouTube channel. Either way you got your other material to work with. Thank you so much for listening to Animation Communication on YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider. We are really hoping this show makes a difference in how people view animation and media, as well as giving and providing advice for people all over the world who like or want to join the animation or media industry. If you liked what you heard, please remember to subscribe and rate those five stars, as well as tell your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to our main YouTube channel, I Love Kim Possible A Lot, and turn those notifications on. My name is Scribbler, and you have been listening to Animation Communication.